If you wanna get married, you gotta date. You gotta date. Alrighty. So today's question is. What are the most important things to look for in someone when you're dating? And we're going to have to break this up a little bit into two different sections because there are different types of dating. Um, The first is when you're just starting dating as a teenager and you're trying to get to know people. And then once you get more serious, whether that's after a mission or just whenever you decided that you're ready to start looking for a more serious relationship that will lead to marriage, that's kind of a uh, pre-marriage dating, I guess. So there are different things you want to look for uh, when you're dating people based on those. And some of them overlap, uh, but some of them don't. So first, there's the dating for fun, teenager, maybe young adult, before you're thinking about getting serious and finding a spouse. So if you're just dating for fun... Number one should be look for someone who you think is fun. (laughs) I don't know. How do you know if they're fun or not? Maybe watching them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. As a youth, I feel like you could tell a lot about someone by just people watching them at youth dances or... You know, if they're in your Sunday school class or in your ward at mutual activity night or whatever, they're um, they're going to be themselves and you'll be able to see if they're a fun person that likes to have fun. And you'll see <laughs> if they like to do the things that you think are fun as well. I think it's important. Uh in all aspects of dating, but especially when you're when you're first dating or if you're you're not looking for a serious relationship necessarily, is to keep an open mind on who you date. Um, look at people or don't don't prejudge people based on what how you think they are, but look for someone that you find interesting um, or that does stuff that that you think is interesting. Um, for me, I think that's a big part of of what you need to find in in someone that you're going to date is someone that shares interest with you or that can open up your interest to, to new things so that you're experimenting um, with what's out there. You get to learn about different kinds of people and different interests and fi- figure out what you like and what you don't like. Because when you first start dating, that's kind of the purpose of it is to, to get to know different people and figure out what you like in someone and what you what you don't want in the the person you eventually end up with. So a good way to do that is by not prejudging people and uh, just being open to to other people. That's definitely a good point. Very deep, much much deeper than what I said. <laughs> um, along with that idea, I always had the rule that everyone deserves at least one date because that gives you a chance to get to know them a little bit better and there might be you know you might already have a what's the what's the word you might already have a preconception that you don't like that you're not going to like them I guess from what you know about them so far you already dislike them I guess but 
if they ask you out or even not, maybe you'd like to ask them out just to see more about them. And there might be a couple things you didn't know about them that are really interesting and an attractive thing to look for in future people you date. So I think everyone deserves a first date and that you can find something that's good about everyone. And that's even, that's a good purpose in dating is just to practice getting to know other people, whether there's a lot of interest or not from beginning or to end, if it increases or decreases, it doesn't really matter. You're just practicing getting to know people and learning the things that you like and dislike in their personalities. Uh, another important thing that you can't really avoid is is how a person looks. Obviously, we are attracted to different types of people. Everybody has their kind of ideal person. Um, but again, when you're not dating seriously, be a little more open with, with the kind of people that you date, especially if you're just going on dates with people and not in a relationship with someone. Uh, don't be too judgy and get to know different kinds of people. And you might find your tastes changing a little bit as you get to know someone. But I don't know where I'm going with that. Well, good, because I have something that <laughs> I was going to say, um, if we're talking about the pre-serious dating stage and you're just dating for fun and dating to get to know people, then you should not be in a serious relationship yet. So if that's the idea to be dating for fun, getting to know lots of people, then you shouldn't want to be steady dating someone in that stage. I guess I don't have anything else to say other than that. This is a hard question for me. So uh, just another thing, but when you're, when you're still in the, the dating for fun stage before you get serious, one thing to look for is that they are someone that's not looking for a serious relationship when you're just dating for fun. That they don't want, you know, you to be the only one they're dating or the only one they're seeing or completely committed to them if you want to be dating a lot of people. And I've seen that happen a few times and, you know, heard about people that are like, well, you know, I want to date and have fun and go out with other people. But this one person that I kind of like and I've gone on a few dates with them, they, you know, they just want it to be like us too. They want to be boyfriend, girlfriend. And uh, so make sure that you find somebody that's not looking to get married when you're just dating for fun and to, to try to figure out what you like. Okay, so that's a good segue into the the serious, more serious dating, seriousness. <laughs> In my studies of basically marriage prep classes and um, relationships in general, it's important f to look for someone who's going to have high self-esteem. I remember us talking for whole class periods about the the cycles and the conflicts that can come up because one or both people have low self-esteem and they constantly need reassurance and they aren't as outgoing or willing to try new things that are fun to do like activity wise and self-esteem is just really important for someone to have if they're going to be in a more serious relationship. They need to know how to love themselves 
before they're trying to love other people. Along with that is maturity. It's really related, but someone can have high self-esteem and still be pretty immature. Their self-esteem is pretty shallow. They haven't thought a lot into it or something. So maturity is going to be important for handling difficult situations specifically, for handling stress together. Um, And it's not like you have to be married to have stressful situations come up. It could even just be like, oh, you, you invite them over to your family's house for dinner Sunday night or something, and they just don't know what to do with that. They stress out too much or... Um, they don't know really how to talk to other people. So one thing I want to point out is that maturity uh, doesn't necessarily mean that someone has to be boring. Like you can be, I guess, silly and still be mature. Um, so just because you might be looking for someone to get married to doesn't mean that they can't still be goofy and silly sometimes. But for me, maturity is about being able to be uh, responsible and mature when the situation dictates that you need to be. Um, but you know, you can still be a goofball whenever that's appropriate. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, another important thing to look for, um, in both types of dating, but more especially, um, when you're looking for someone to get married to is that you have similar religious beliefs, um, but that you also kind of have a similar level of religiousness in what you're looking for, going forward in life Um, because obviously this is the LDS dating podcast so we kind of assume that everybody listening is LDS so we all kind of have the same uh, beliefs Uh, but that's not necessarily the case all the time especially if you're just dating for fun I think it's okay to date people to date people that are of different religions get to know people of different faiths find out what it is that makes them work what it is that is important to them about their beliefs. But definitely, if you're in the looking for someone to get married stage, it's important that you find somebody that has the same basic beliefs as you so that you have that foundation going forward to build off of. That being said, there are a lot of different kinds of religious, quote-unquote, people. So in the the LDS church, you might have some people that are super-duper religious and say, hey, you know, I'm not going to you know, watch TV or watch any movies that are not, you know, that are PG-13 or worse, or, you know, have, have a bunch of self-implied rules that aren't necessarily uh, church-dictated standards, but they're self-imposed because they want that level of spirituality that comes with that. And, you know, you could call them a Molly Mormon or a Peter Priesthood or whatever. And obviously, if that's not the kind of life you want to lead, and that's not the kind of person you want to be, then dating someone that's like that is not going to make you happy. And especially if you end up getting married to that person, that's going to cause a lot of issues when they want to live one way and you don't want to be that strict or vice versa. If you want to have that level of spirituality in your life and you end up with someone that doesn't care that much, then that's going to be something that could cause issues. So I think it's important when you're dating to try to find out uh, what level of religiosity, if that's a word, that person has. And make sure y'all are kind of on the same level in what you're looking for when you're starting a family and just moving forward with your lives. Um, Another aspect 
it's not really a personality thing so much as a behavioral thing. But if you're looking at dating seriously to find someone to marry, you want to look at some of the big questions of uh, like how do they how do they spend money or save money or what kinds of financial goals do they have? How much debt do they have? Do they want to stay in debt? Do they not want to stay in debt and get rid of it super fast? What are their financial goals like? What are their financial behaviors like? And will they drive you crazy? Or will you guys be able to mesh well together and help each other with those goals? Also, another big thing right now, even in really religious and Christian and Latter-day Saint uh, couples is the question of if to have kids, if you're going to have kids, and how many kids that you're going to have, and when. There's all these different questions of how long do you wait after you get married before you start having kids, and how many are you going to have, and it's a big stressful thing where some people still want to have bigger families, six or seven kids, and other people are like, oh, I'm good with one or two. So you want to make sure you don't want to talk about that the first couple dates or anything. But if you're seriously dating someone and you're approaching the subject of actually getting married, you definitely need to approach those topics of money behaviors and family goals. So a lot of these things um, you'll find out as you get to know them. Or you'll have conversations about as the relationship is getting more serious to find out where you both stand on some of these topics. And that's an important step to take. But it's also important, I think, and I think Carrie kind of referenced this earlier, to make sure you see how that person reacts in different situations. Problem, I think, with the idea we have of dating nowadays is that it should always be something you go out and do and something that's fun. And that's just not going to be how life is. Once you get married, once things start settling down, and especially once you start having kids and you're working or going to school or whatever it is that you're doing, you're not going to have a lot of time to go and have fun. And life is going to get stressful and hard. And if all you ever did when you were dating was go out and, you know, play mini golf and bowling and laser tag and whatever it is that you do for fun, you're not going to necessarily know how that person will react in stressful situations. So I thought it was important. Uh, when I was dating, to try to find activities that didn't necessarily seem like fun activities and where you could kind of see how the other person was going to react whenever they were in a situation that wasn't ideal and that wasn't necessarily fun. So going out and doing service and see if that was something they were interested in and how they held up, you know, when they had to actually work and do stuff, that's important to see that it's not just, you know, you're not just seeing the fun side of them, but you get to see how they react in different situations. So don't necessarily plan bad dates, but <laughs> look for activities where you can see the full scope of, of what kind of a person they are and how they're going to react to situations and not just have fun. Yeah, a good way to do that might even be service dates. Do something that's a little labor intensive, a little bit stressful. Um, also, if you're dating seriously, you could probably talk to each other on the phone and if you talk to each other on the phone, you know, once a day or every other day, you're probably going to catch them at some point when they're stressed out. They have a deadline coming up at work or at school. 
and you can just get a glimpse of how they're handling stress in their lives. Okay, well then, on to the elephant in the room is another important thing that you should, when you're looking for someone that you're seriously dating, find somebody that you are physically attracted to. And I feel like that kind of gets a bad rep because everybody's like, well, you shouldn't just date people because you think they look good. Um, But it's important that you are physically attracted to the person that you are potentially going to marry. It's not the most important thing, and it shouldn't be obviously the only thing you think about or the main deciding factor. But I think it is important that you have a physical attraction to them because that's part of marriage. And for girls, I feel like this can be different because i feel like when i first saw bobby like (gasps) and don't get worried (laughs) i mean he was not unattractive to me but i wasn't like hey that's a hottie over there or anything for girls i think we become attracted more and more as we see how they interact with other people how and how they interact with us so it's gonna be a relationship attraction as well with the girls but at least at first, I mean, I think the initial reason I thought about wanting to go on a date with Bobby was seeing how he interacted with other people and everyone seemed to like him and he was smiling, even though I feel like every time I saw him, he was talking about how he had a lot of calculus homework that he wasn't going to finish or <laughs> or a calculus test or something, but he was always still upbeat and friendly with everybody and that was an attractive quality, but still it wasn't physical attraction. So I'm saying like <laughs> attraction is important, but it might not be quite as physical for girls. Does that make sense? You tell me. I mean, I, <laughs> I think you're attractive, but I'd say the way that I'm attracted and the way that I know a lot of girls are attracted are ba- is based on behavior in relationship rather than looks i wouldn't want to marry someone who reminded me of a clown every time i looked at them or something (laughs) but yeah i think for girls it might be like okay i'm 30 or 40 percent physically attracted the rest is all behavioral attraction i feel like that's kind of what i said you should be attracted to them but that shouldn't be the only thing Well, yeah, but I mean, some people are like, woo-woo, I'm super physically attracted, and that's the only reason they even go out with them, where I'm saying, like, it might not just be an initial attraction that gets you to date them. You might already have a lot of attraction to their behavior in the first place. Yeah. a small question with a very long answer that could just go on and on. <laughs> so to wrap it up, I think the last thing we'll talk about is that you look for someone that is a good influence on you. It's not always easy to tell if someone is a good influence on you or not. I mean, sometimes you're like, okay, this guy or girl is a loser and they're always trying to, you know, bring me down or they're always, you know, down on themselves and that drags you down. You got to try to save them or whatever. But for me, looking for someone that's a good influence on you is someone that makes you want to be better than you are. So, you know, it's not that they they pressure you into it, but by being around them, you want to try to be a better person. I think if you find somebody like that, then 
that's someone that you should definitely look into more seriously. And if that's how the person you're looking into is, then you probably got a good person for you. Did I do that for you? Yeah. How? Go ahead and tell everyone how I made you want to be better. How I was a good influence. (laughs) It's not a relationship (laughs) counseling session. I think people like examples. (laughs) I don't, I don't remember feeling like I was a good influence. (laughs) Well, you got to make compromises or you never get married. (laughs) Go get you some dates. (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode of the LDS Dating Podcast, you can check us out at LDS Dating on Facebook. You can leave us a private message or comment with your questions can also send your questions to ldsdatingpodcast at gmail.com or check us out on Twitter at ldsdatingpod. Mm-hmm.